Welcome to What's Bastards Podcast. My name is Roberts. I'm Steve. I'm Damien. And I'm James. And uh, seeing as last episode we were talking about pantomime, uh, this week we thought we'd talk a bit more about a pantomime that we're doing this year. Uh, obviously, we're not able to perform in person this year, unfortunately. We were going to be doing Dick Whittington this year on stage. But uh, instead, we are doing a production of Cinderella as an audio pantomime uh, from a script that myself and Damien wrote together about two years ago. Well, you do ramble on, James, but if that's your thing, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> and you're watching on YouTube, why not spread some Christmas holiday spirit by hitting that co- that like, comment, and subscribe. And if you're listening to us on any other platform, please hit that follow button. And hit it jingle all the way. <laughs> <laughs> by, by hitting that comment. <laughs> <laughs> well, 95% of it is pretty much James's at this point, including all the bad jokes. Oh, yes. There's a few of them. Be prepared. Almost all of the bad jokes. Yeah, I've probably written one out of, like, 12. <laughs> one of 12. <laughs> so the problem with writing jokes is that I tend to write jokes that I think are really funny Um, and then quite often no one else finds them funny Mm -hmm. which just means that I find them even funnier (laughs) yeah we've noticed that a lot Uh, with some choice ones yeah we've noticed that a lot with uh, a lot of the things that James has written actually and I mean James laughs at his own jokes anyway whilst we're just looking at him like no James no and then he starts laughing more like he says he finds it more funny yeah. when we don't laugh at it <laughs> to be fair Damien somebody has to laugh at his, laugh at his jokes even to, if it's yeah. him oh yes <laughs> so uh, this script was originally written in 2018 for uh, Anvil well, not for Anvil for Props Theatre School uh, but it was never done um, and it's just been kind of sat around and we decided to adapt it for audio this year as a kind of probably 20 to 30 minute long little production. And it features the four of us with also with Angharad McCann, Sarah Nashburner and Lynn Cuffin and also Jacob Roberts, maybe if we can get hold of him. Um, So uh, in this production, Roberts is playing Prince Charming. Uh, Stephen is playing the old farmer Benedict's pumpkin patch. Um, and myself and Damien are playing the ugly stepsisters amongst other parts. Uh, how are we finding it? How are we finding performing it, recording it? Well, since we did just record it as well, um, I, I found it quite entertaining. Yes, it was. And it felt, it didn't feel as good as being back on stage. No. But it felt, it felt like it was almost to the point. I still really very much enjoyed doing it. Yes, that point, yeah. And Rob, you've never done a panto on stage before, uh, or an audio play. So uh, how have you found those experiences? Uh, Yeah, well, I mean, um, like I said, I've never done an audio play as such. So, um, I mean, I've done a lot of like voiceover kind of stuff for my own videos and um, obviously this podcast, but uh, actually like recording uh, a play and just like acting with your voice a little bit um i find that more harder to do um 
then on stage because you know nobody can see you you're just using your voice so um but you know it's been a fun experience and uh, you know i'm happy to be a part of it and um as i said it's it's not um it's not as fun as being on stage and performing something live but you know hey you know we're we're in this situation that we're in and um you know, you have to, you have to do what you have to do. And, you know, I, I always wanted to do, um, various other things anyway, you know, in life, you've got to try new things. So, um, yeah, uh, I really enjoy it. And ha- I'm, as I said, I'm happy to be a part of it. Well, we've, uh, we've got plenty more audio productions in the pipeline. So, uh, cool. I'm sure we're going to be calling on your voice again as with Damien and Stephen. Um, I recorded my parts yesterday, sort of on my own, and um, I'm at university at the moment. I'm in a house with four other people, uh, and I just kind of told them to not be alarmed if they heard some sort of strange noises <laughs> coming from my room. <laughs> so uh, they said, "Don't, don't worry. We're used to it at this point." Because <laughs> um, what uh, was that? It was uh, a a goose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I I well after I finished recording my parts uh, the other night, I went outside the room and I saw my neighbour walking past and I said, "Sorry if you heard some some screaming and growling like I'm a banshee." I was just recording some panto lines. <laughs> my uh, housemate in the uh, the one in the room uh, across the hall from mine. I kind of uh, I said to her afterwards, "I'm sorry. I hope I didn't disturb your." <laughs> your uh, your study, and she went. Oh, it's fine. I just put my headphones on. <laughs> <laughs> I've also asked my housemates if they'll do uh, do some hip hip arrays for oh. the crowd scene at the end. Are they going to? Yeah, they said. Yeah, as long as they get uh, royalties, it's <laughs> hugely successful. <laughs> um, <laughs> hang on, hang on. What did you offer them as royalties, James? Um, I don't know. I'm not very good at business stuff, but I offered them like 50% each. Uh, I hope that's all right. Wow. Oh, no, which means <laughs> we don't get anything. And and the charity that we're going to make it for doesn't get charity. Don't get the charity money. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's worth mentioning we are donating money to the Ecology Centre from this production yes. this year, seeing as they've been closed since uh, March. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Yeah. My question was going to be, um, what was the, you know, just so like the viewers know, um, what was the original um, reason that you wrote this this panto? Good question. Um, do you want to answer it, Damien? Uh, well, the main reason we were wanting this is because um, near enough November time, I think it was, um, for Props Theatre School, Helen wanted to do a quick pantomime <coughs> for the Christmas show that was coming up. And she, mm-hmm. her requirements were for it to be half an hour, have plenty of music in it, and plenty of laughs and giggles. She wanted me to do it, and then I suggested for James. Was that right, James? Yeah, I think that's right. And um, yeah, we start. <coughs> so uh, so we started the project of working it together. I've added some basic stuff, and and then James added loads of shitty jokes. Yeah, I think you kind of you you did the kind of the legwork of writing the the. Um, sort of skeleton of the script, yeah, the kind of it, foundations, skeleton. and I just peppered it with loads of terrible jokes, um, <laughs> and uh, mm. had a lot of fun doing it. I must it, say, it, it was funny. It was fun when we were working together on ideas for it as well, though. 
and we just we were just brainstorming really bad but funny ideas. <laughs> yeah, uh, we came up with the the Uber joke. Well, Damien came up with the Uber joke, which is a joke that we ended up using in Aladdin last year, and it's the basically the same joke appears <laughs> in this script as well. The idea of the joke is supposed to be for we don't have the budget for it, so let's outsource it. Yeah, I think we realised quite early on with sort of stage stuff and particularly with Panto that, you know, Pantos usually tend to have quite extravagant effects and big budgets and stuff like that. And I think we realised that the best way to deal with the issue that we don't have big budget is just to make jokes out of the fact that we don't have a big budget. Um, and that just kind of works because comedy comedy doesn't have to have lots of money behind mm. it um necessarily and sometimes it actually works better if it doesn't mm-hmm. have lots of money behind it so um yeah that was quite a, a canny tactic that we came up with oh yes mm-hmm. yeah i think um i mean you can say uh the same with like a lot of films um out there you know a, a film might have like a huge budget and they might have uh you know, lens flares and fancy text and all these effects and et cetera, et cetera. And it looks really good, but the story to it is absolutely rubbish. Um, so, you know, the viewer tends to lose interest and starts to watch something else or whatever. Um, yeah. But um, sometimes, um, or oh, I find a lot of the time, actually, especially with like the modern films, um, the older stuff, I think is just better because um, not, not so much the look of it, and um, they obviously have a smaller budget and all of that, but the story is really good, so you know it keeps your interest. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. script over script over effects, definitely. I think it works particularly well with um, with Panto because you know you can have like meta jokes are always a big part of Panto, and so mm. it just really works that you can make jokes about the shortcomings of the production and it and it actually adds to the production so it Mm -hmm. it gives a nice special charm to it really yeah there's always a special charm to it when there's not much budget behind it Mm -hmm. but that special charm just makes it more alive really in my opinion and they they always say that restrictions breed creativity and Mm. that's something that i found with the with music as well something that they at the uni they've I've been encouraged to do is impose restrictions on myself in order to make yourself think outside the box and it's the exact same principle it leads you down paths that you never would go down mm-hmm. without the restrictions and if you have all the money in the world and all the budget yeah. then you don't have to think about no, that's true, yeah. uh, creative ways of doing things yeah that's true that's true and interesting mm-hmm. um I got a question. Um, when you when you guys are like writing, um, it could be for this play or or any other um, play that you've written in the past. Do you have some kind of inspiration or you know someone that you look up to or um, with, like where do you get your um, you know your ideas for like these jokes or or the lines or whatever? Where's where where do you get the ideas from? Um, Monty Python is a like, <laughs> big inspiration for me. Like, just it always, it, it they were kind. Of, I just think Monty Python were like the Beatles of British comedy. Mm-hmm. Mitchell and Webb as well. I, I I love sketch shows, and I think a lot of the time, 
I end up writing panto scenes as if they're almost like sketches in a sketch show. Um, and I, I just, yeah, I, I like just having a, a small little funny idea and just playing around with it mm. for a few minutes. I don't know about you, Damien. Um, when I, when I start, uh, started writing a few stuff, I had inspiration from ideas that were similar to what I'm trying to achieve. Like some may some may see it as copying. <laughs> no, no, uh, no, it's just what could I do better? Is what I like to think about. What could I do better? Write it in my own way, then read the outcome. If it's any better, it's good. If not, I throw the idea away. Again, it's uh, a good way. Again, this is something that, as a musician, or, you know, as a music student, that sometimes you're told to write things in the style of other people so sometimes it's like oh right write a string quartet in the style of mozart or something like that and by trying to analyze and copy what people have done in the past that worked then you can start to learn those skills yourself and find out ways of doing your own thing yeah yeah oh also i think another inspiration is just uh pixar films um particularly the ones i watched as a kid like toy story and Mm. monsters oh yeah the ogs and things like that just because I think they they do such a brilliant job of basically what Panto is, is trying to do, which is balancing humour and story that is appropriate and appeals to children, but also just having this this level of humour mm. and storytelling and, and pathos and all those kinds of things that appeal to adults. And so they they just it's like perfect family entertainment, and I think that's what Panto should be. I just I think Toy Story Two is just like it's just such a great film. Um, it is, yeah. It's just, I mean, it's it's funny. It's got a great story. It's got this kind of sadness and and pathos. It's got an amazing song. Uh, it's just got yeah. It's it's just brilliant. Is that is that one part with the chicken guy is like oh, I gotta drive all the way to work. Oh, I can't believe it. All the way to work, and he gets in this car. He just goes <laughs> over the road. <laughs> All the way to work. <laughs> For people who don't understand what pantomimes are, think of it as Toy Story, as the kind of feel of what the whole movie is. Because in a sense, that's what a pantomime is, but on stage. Yeah. And that kind of humour yeah. that Rob's just kind of shown then is a kind of quirky yeah. humour that's in a pantomime. It's like it appeals to children, but it's not just for children. Yeah. It's not. It's a whole. A, it's, it's a family not, thing. It's got this kind of warmth to it. It's it, that it's not sort of tacky or um, kind of obnoxious in the way that a lot of children's entertainment is. Yeah. Okay, so uh, now we're going to play you a short little extract from Cinderella, which we were talking about before. Uh, it's just under a minute long, and it's not entirely finished yet. There still needs a bit of music adding to it, so I'm probably just going to use some music from previous pantos. And it stars Angharad McCann as Cinderella and Saren Ashburner as Buttons. Hope you enjoy. Last night I fell in love with the most wonderful man I've ever met. Oh, it wasn't Stinky Ralph the Manure Spreader, was it? No, Buttons. Because he smells just awful. No, Buttons. I fell in love with... Imagine the wedding... We'd all have to wear clothes pegs on our noses. Buttons! I fell in love with Prince Charming. Prince who? 
No, never. A prince? You? No. Oh, well, charming. Prince well, charming? No, just Prince Charming. But you said Prince well, charming. No, his name is Prince Charming. Oh, I see. Prince Charming. So how charming is he? He's well charming. I'm confused. So, um, one of the other things we've been working on uh, for this Christmas is a series of uh, audio versions of the some of the Charles Dickens Christmas short stories. So, obviously, you know, he wrote A Christmas Carol, which is really famous, but there are a series of other short well short stories uh, for christmas that he wrote some of them are explicitly christmas themed others not so much but they have kind of themes relating to winter and christmas and things like that so uh, we're doing four of those um one of them is called the signal man which is a ghost story um another one that we've just recorded today with steven is called the christmas tree yep. um there's a another one called the schoolboy story and there's another one called Nobody's Story as well. So we're doing those right. four. And they're going to be released throughout December this year on the YouTube and the Bandcamp and other places too, I'd imagine. So keep your eyes peeled for those. In fact, yeah. we had a, 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 a preview of one of those in the previous one of the previous episodes as well. And they all, from, just from the titles of them, they all sound very interesting. Yeah, they're quite they're quite a diverse little bunch they're quite nice what i was reading didn't quite go um the way i was expecting it to go <laughs> <laughs> it, it veered off slightly <laughs> yeah it's a funny one that one it was yeah i mean you do you cope with it well given that it's quite there are these very very long sentences yeah with tons of commas so if you oh, make yeah. a mistake halfway through you kind of have to go back to the start of the sentence yeah. and do the whole thing again yeah now the tree is decorated with bright merriment and song and dance and cheerfulness. And they are welcome, innocent and welcome, be they ever held, beneath the branches of the Christmas tree, which casts no gloomy shadow. But as it sinks into the ground, I hear a whisper going through the leaves. This in commemoration of the law of love and kindness, mercy and compassion. This in remembrance of me. Well, as mentioned before, this year we were supposed to be doing Dick Whittington uh, on stage. And I wrote this script early on in the year, thinking that we were going to be performing it this December. But hopefully we'll be performing it next December. And we thought we'd just do a little extract from it for you. Uh, It's actually just kind of made me a bit sad because um, I, I just remember having a lot of fun writing it. And I'm really looking forward to performing it on stage one day but for now i hope you enjoy this little extract with damien as sarah the cook me as uh alice and tommy the cat uh robert as idle jack and stephen as dick whittington Well, it's six o'clock and still no dick. Maybe the tube's busy. There's probably congestion on the circle line. 
Sorry we're late. The circle line was really busy. No, it wasn't. You just fell asleep. We went round three times before we could wake him up. Good job we weren't on the Jubilee line or we'd be in Stratford by now. Spoken like a true Londoner. Mum, uh, guess what? Have you heard? Heard what, dear? Well, Dick's been made the new mayor. Really? The mayor of London? Yes, I've even got this hat to prove it. Isn't it amazing? Went to the palace today expecting to be cleaning the king's bum. And now I'm in charge of the whole city. That's amazing. Congratulations. What did you say to him to make him give you the job? Don't know. I guess he just thought I looked intelligent, like a natural leader. So, what did you have to do on your first day? Well, I had to have lots of photos taken for the press. Then I pretty much just did paperwork for the rest of the day. What kind of paperwork? Shredding, mainly. He gave me a job, too. You're looking at London's new chief rat catcher. Oh, Tommy, that's brilliant. We've been saying for years that the king needs to do something about the rat's problem. Maybe they're finally listening to what people say. Well, if there's one thing I hate, it's rats. And as mayor, I'm going to help you all I can. That's amazing. Thanks, you two. Alice, look what Dick's got for me. It's a photo of Philippa. It says, to Jack. That's me. Keep on being a cool dude. Lots of love. Lots of love? Princess Philippa. Oh, bless. He was hugging it all the way home on the tube. Jack, I hope you said a big thank you to Dick. I, I, I did. Now, come along inside, a lot of you. You must be Hank Marvin. Now, that one I do understand. I'll be there in a minute. Rightio, so uh, moving on to the next segment of our podcast, uh, we are moving on to um, the quiz. And on this week, uh, Damien is um, going to ask us the questions. Um, you guys, the viewers, can uh, follow along at home uh, if you wish. Um, there will be a total of five questions to answer. So, uh, yes, as always, hope you enjoy. And... Let's get to it. So, question one. Richard Whittington, the real-life Lord Mayor of London and inspiration for Dick Whittington, was born in which century? Bonus points if you can give me the year. Next question. When Mother Goose is down on her luck and has no money, what creature arises which could be the answer to all of her problems? Creature? Yes, which creature? <coughs> I've never actually seen Mother Goose, so I don't know. Neither have I. Clue. Question three. How many years should Sleeping Beauty sleep unless her spell is broken? Oof. Oof. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> I can't remember. Taking a guess there as well. Question four. Aladdin was originally one of the tales in a book of Middle Eastern folk tales. What was the name of this book? If you read the um, if you read the Aladdin program, you'd uh, you'd know this. And final question: J. M. Barry famously wrote Peter Pan, 
But what does JM in his name stand for? Guess. Just oh, I've got a guess there, actually, yeah. Okay. Anyway, is everybody ready for, uh, their, for the answers? As I'll ever be. Yeah, let's go. So, question one was, Richard Whittington, the real-life Lord Mayor of London, was the inspiration for Dick Whittington and was born in which century? I says 1362. So that would be the 14th century. You get a point. So remember the year you've said, James. I put 1350. And Stephen, what did you put? Sorry. I put 1343. Huh, we all said 14th century. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, the closest was 1350. Oh, that's uh, okay. so, so what was the actual year? Oh, the actual year was... 1354. Oh. Nice. The next question was, uh, what in short, what creature uh, was the answer to Mother Goose's problems? Um, I said a goblin, but I have no idea. I just said a pig. Well, the answer is a golden goose. Ah, oh, golden goose. Oh, uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Question three. How many years should Sleeping Beauty be asleep unless her spell is broken? So let's hear your closest answers. I think it's either 50 or 100. I went for 50. I went for 100. And Rob? I went for 50 as well. Well, James, you shouldn't have gone for 50 because Stephen's right. Hey! Nah. <laughs> Aladdin was originally one of the tales in a book of Middle Eastern folk tales. What's the name of this book? 1001 Nights. Anyone else got any answers? I put 1001 Arabian Nights. Mm-hmm. And what did you put, Rob? Um, the 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 1000 what, um, James. Okay. Said. So um, you all get a point. Um, Stephen, it's 1001 Nights, oh. but it says Arabian Nights is also acceptable. Oh, there we go. Oh. <laughs> and the last question. J.M. Barry famously wrote Peter Pan, but what does J.M. in his name stand for? Rob, what have you put down? James Matthew. James? Um, I've t- I've gone for John Michael because I think that's the name of the two boys in Peter Pan, but I might be wrong. I did exactly the same thing, James. Well, <laughs> well, I got to tell you that James and Stephen are very much incorrect. Oh crap! <laughs> well, what is the answer then? James Matthew, like Rob said. Is it? Yeah. Oh, well done. <laughs> was that a, was that a guess, Rob, or? Did you know? I no, I I knew that one. It was the only one like I knew. How many points have you guys got then? I got three. Two. Uh, I got three then. Yeah. yeah. Well, you got more points than James. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I got three as well. I wins. Well, no. Steve just said he got three Joint as well. Win. I don't win something after all. Damn it! I never win anything. You win the uh, you win the joint prize, which is um, a, a, a joint. <laughs> uh, once again, uh, we are coming up to uh, the end of the episode, um, and um, well, it's going to be the last episode of twenty twenty, um, and I just want to add a little brief. Uh, I don't know what you want to call it, a brief note, if you like, um, just to say that um, originally um, I brought this uh, podcast idea to the group and um, I just want to say, like, 
thank you to you guys uh, for uh, making this happen. Um, like I, I, I knew like when I came to you, like I knew, you know, with your skill set um, and, uh, you know, you've done audio plays and stuff in the past. Uh, I knew you'd guys be up for it. And just like since I, I've joined the group and joined the rep, um, you know, five years ago, um, I wanted to start a podcast myself. But um, yeah, so just thank you for making this come true for me. Um, so I just wanted to add that in just this last episode this year. Um, but uh, yeah, um, if you guys um, enjoy and enjoyed the uh, past eight episodes, then uh, you know what to do. Um, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, and um, as always, leave a comment telling us what you think. And, um, well, if you watch on any other platform, then uh, hit that follow button. This podcast is now available on most streaming platforms, including TuneIn, Spotify, and Anchor. And don't forget to check out the links in the description for our other channels and websites. And uh, on that note, um, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to everybody here and everybody listening. That's bye for now. See you in the new year. And bye. It's goodbye from me. <laughs> and uh, yeah, again from me. Thanks for thanks for asking us to be part of this. I've had a great time, and uh, long may it continue. And to plays out. Uh, this is a song from Aladdin. This was the opening song from Aladdin uh, last year, and it's called Monday Morning in Peking, and it features Callum Parker as Aladdin, uh, myself as Widow Twanky, and Sarah Nashburner as Peasant. Hope you enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you leave enjoy. it in, leave it in, leave it in. <laughs> leave it in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one take wonder. Okay. Um, <laughs> Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Sure Sarah listens to this. See now. you next time. End. Goodbye. <laughs>
James here. I don't know if anyone's still listening, but uh, I'm just editing this podcast. It's the 14th of December, it's quarter to three in the morning, and I thought we'd just round out the year by playing you some outtakes from the previous eight episodes. So, if you're still listening, hi, how you doing? Hope you enjoy these. Okay, so I'm going to start then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, action. Hello and welcome to What's Pairs' podcast. Um, as ever before, my name... No, I don't... I, actually, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> as ever before, what's that mean? <laughs> what's that mean? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what that means. As ever before. What's I quite that? like that. I I don't, don't, what does it mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say my name. That's it. No, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, James, I'm not sure if you're aware or not, but you did already tell us the answer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I'm going to cut that bit out so it seems like it's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's just, that's just <laughs> cheating. <laughs> as well. <laughs> yeah. I feel so powerful that I get to edit this because I get to... I, sometimes I edit it so it sounds like Stephen's agreeing with me on something when he didn't actually when he was just saying yes to something else <laughs> and you know that Jet, you know that Stephen would never agree with you on anything exactly, exactly. <laughs> no way and which uh, film was that, that Steve Reno it's, uh, it's also another film I've got at home on DVD as well a film called Horns oh yeah where all of a sudden he starts growing oh, okay. horns and he doesn't know why Steve Arino. I think I think he's a bit horny, baby. I knew you were going to say that, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on. Yes, Question do. five. Uh, I'll do that again. James? Yes, Stephen. 
Have you said hello to Marie yet? Oh, Christ, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jake, um, told me to tell James to thanks for reminding me. make James say hello to Mum. Do you mind if I just go to the toilet? I should have gone before we started, but... Uh, no. Uh, what do you find a section to do? And, yeah. um, and should we wait for you to come back to before okay. we start it? Yeah, yeah. We can find the section while he's gone for a loo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> James has gone for a poo 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 a poo 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 a poo poo poo. James has gone for a poo 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 poo. poo. Yeah. Fucking. <laughs> yes, and James, you're not allowed to cut any of that out. That has to go in the podcast. Yeah, James, is staying in because yeah. Stephen's singing. <laughs> the first time Stephen voluntarily sings. <laughs> <laughs> It is, isn't it? I don't know if you can call it singing, but you know. That's singing. Do you think Stephen still gets children's shoe sizes? (laughs) (laughs) You think James has to get extra, extra fat bastards? Stephen, we were supposed to have 20 (laughs) seconds of silence! James read it first. Oh, look what you've done. You made me clip out my microphone now. <laughs> oh, f- Okay. <coughs> I'll do. F*** it. <laughs> 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 yeah. I've been far too much fun with this. <laughs> what, what would you do if you started getting offered, like, really high, well-paid professional acting work, but it was just all of the parts were, like... Small jolly man. <laughs> well paid, you know. No, to go with the work is, I suppose. Pay his S4C grade money. It's basically nothing. Oh, well, they can f*** off then. They f*** off. S4C. Hello, S4C. F*** off. <laughs> I fine. I've been ready for ages. We're waiting on you lot. Yeah, we're waiting on you, <laughs> Oh, okay, f*** yeah, now f***ing calm down, you know, it's f***ing calm down. <laughs> oh, you didn't tell me you could do a Scouse accent, we could have done another round of Hip Hip Hooray. Hooray, hooray, great, hooray, great, Hip Hip f***ing hooray, lad. Just have that in it, just James, use this clip and put it in that, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't be uh, don't be sitting on any accents or voices you can do now. I'm going to use them. You know, I'm going to use them. <laughs> I'm going to get around to it. So, are, are you are you guys happy that I came to you and said uh, I want to start doing a podcast? <laughs> you know, the day that you know the day that you told us about that, um, I just finished a project, and I was like, okay. I have 15 projects. I've just finished one. I can cross one off the list. I've now only got 14 projects. And then Tom's like, oh, yeah, I've written this film. And then and then you're like, yeah, I want to start a podcast. And I'm like, god damn it. <laughs> so so you've got, got 16 projects. Yes, yeah. literally. <laughs> <laughs> but never mind. At least I'm working, eh? Yeah. Sort of. Oh, look. Is it? Three-headed giraffe. Yeah. <laughs> Three-headed giraffe. Where is it, children? She's exploring. <laughs> She's exploring the upside down by the looks of it. Yeah. So, 
Where? She's exploring the upside down by the looks of it, see? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where is it, children? Please tell me. It's over there, Dora. Oh, where? And she speaks for... It's behind yeah. you. She speaks in Spanish for like half of the episode and then goes, oh, there it is. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And why, why does she always dress the same? I mean, who goes exploring just dressed like that? Um, she yeah, does. Like, if she goes exploring, she'll be ripped to shreds wearing men <laughs> shorts. Okay. Yeah. I, I did a random thing in rehearsals. I was told to keep it in. I was just damning everybody there. And then it, it was supposed to try... So we were sort of, at one point in the song, we were supposed to try to copy each other. Now do each other a little bit, I think. And I did that dance I was doing it, where this is legs up high each side. <laughs> and arms as well. I don't know why I'm trying to show you on camera. You can't see me. <laughs> and you sat down as yes. well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was great. I, I remember that. It was like gravity had somehow eluded you. Yeah. <laughs> when you were doing that, it was brilliant. Wasn't Peter Pan the first pencil that me, Stephen, and James was all in together? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was my first one. Yeah. Wow, you were not in the show necessarily, apart from the crocodile, which yeah. you were in a. Uh, I apart would re- the... I would describe as a gimp suit. A <laughs> <laughs> gimp suit. <laughs> it's like just, it was a Death Eater uh, suit. <laughs> yeah, right, James. Whatever, James. Whatever. <laughs> it wasn't my choice. Anne made me wear it. it my <laughs> oh, really? Did she now, James? Oh. <laughs> oh no no no! You just making excuses. I bet I bet you really enjoyed it. Really, he did. <laughs> he was holding a crocodile. <laughs> well, the very same show. Oh, well, not the very same show, but the very same pantomime. Um, our friend in Harad. Yeah. Uh, she lost a finger. Well, I think we told this story in the last episode of the podcast. Yes. Oh, yes, we did. Yes. Well, to find that out more... That was just a, a recap for you, that was. To find out more, <laughs> click on the last episode. Yeah. Cool. James has got a too much f***ing editing. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a thousand word... Uh, essay proposal to write by Thursday as well. Uh, oh. No sleep for me. <laughs> okay. Anyway, there we go, listeners. Hope you enjoyed that. That's something for you to look forward to for next year. Christmas 2021. Let's hope that it happens. Yay. And let's hope the lots of you live in the general vicinity of Anglesey so that you can come and watch it. Yes. Or if you live anywhere else, like in Warrington, I am talking about you, my dear mother. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can come anytime. Good <laughs> <laughs> <Go down> anytime. <laughs> that stays in, James. <laughs> Don't said. tell me how to edit. <laughs> oh, James, you need you need to use the EQ. You need to. <laughs> Don't talk to me about EQ. <laughs> I was EQing while you were still in time. <laughs> <laughs> How much have we recorded uh, so far? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Nearly an hour. Yeah, let's oh. look at Audacity on here. Um, it's 58 oh, minutes. We've not me. been recording. <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. 
in one of the first ones we did, James actually, I say, accidentally yeah. deleted uh, a recording, so we had to do yeah. it again. But are you actually not recording? No, I'm not recording. <laughs> what do you think, James? <laughs> I don't know. I don't trust you. <laughs> you look at me and you're like, you look at me and you're like, I don't know anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't know anything to begin with. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen's fighting back after all those. He's fighting. He's fighting out of his corner. He just, he just needs a little time to sort of think about these comebacks, and then you know he strikes. And that's been processing for half an hour. <laughs> yeah, he's just been waiting a good time to say it. Rendering one percent. Okay, so what are we doing now? Are we are we doing the outro? Oh right, okay. <laughs> Actually, let me just choose a song quickly. Okay. Uh, should probably do a. Does anyone have any panto, Christmas panto song requests? Um, which panto song do we all generally like? <laughs> that's not. That's not springtime. <laughs> like something that something that is something that is a good banger. <laughs> Mind the poo. <laughs> good banger. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to have a quiz to end this or not? Or are we just going to end? <laughs>